we all remember all of the stories about ivermectin and it being promoted by COVID denialists, anti-vaxxers as a cure for COVID, um, none of that proven. And them saying, oh, it wasn't that dangerous. It's not that bad. Anyway, hasn't been a lot of attention around it, except there are still a lot of people taking it, apparently. And one ivermectin guru who got a lot of other people to take it has died. And it was because of the amount of ivermectin he took. David Gilbert is a reporter, a senior reporter at Vice News and wrote all about it. David Gilbert, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. So talk a little bit first about, because I think a lot of people have just forgotten about this, you know, at the height of the uh, COVID pandemic. uh, And obviously, when there were people arguing about vaccines, and, you know, a lot of that has died down now, uh, there was all of this talk about and people taking ivermectin. But in fact, people have continued to take it. And this individual who died actually was taking it before uh, the COVID pandemic. So talk a little bit about that. So yeah, Danny Lemoy, who ran a Telegram channel called Dirt Road Discussions, he started taking it a decade ago as an alternative treatment when he was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Um, he was at the time he was speaking to doctors and he was um, getting the typical treatment for Lyme disease, but he decided that he heard about ivermectin. And not the there's there's a human version of ivermectin or formulation of ivermectin. There's a veterinary one. He he chose the veterinary one, and he believed that, which is the basis of all use of ivermectin traditionally, is that among conspiracists is they believe that all diseases are caused by parasites in the body, and therefore ivermectin, the veterinary ivermectin, is going to target those parasites and bring them out. So he decided that to treat Lyme disease, he was going to use ivermectin. And he created this protocol, as he called it, or a dosage, where he decided that this was the right amount of ivermectin to give himself. Now, the FDA, the CDC, everyone else has repeatedly said that veterinary ivermectin should never be taken by humans. It's highly concentrated to work in large animals and can be toxic for humans taken in large doses. Um, but throughout the last decade he continued to take it and it but it was only at the height of the pandemic when people began looking for alternatives and the anti-vaxxer movement had very successfully managed to create this kind of undermine the legitimacy of the the vaccine in many people's minds so people were looking for alternative cures and so ivermectin became a hugely popular one and because he had a decade experience of taking it himself, he set up this Telegram channel. It quickly amassed over 100,000 followers. And if you look through it and look through the chats, there are tens of thousands of people who all testify about taking ivermectin and following the protocol that this guy, Danny Lemoy sets out. So, yes, you call him an ivermectin influencer because he obviously has this massive following and a hundred thousand people and tens of thousands who are talking about taking it what mm-hmm. would he tell them uh about it and 
and were these people then kind of drawn to using it not just um, to you know prevent COVID, uh, which again uh, has not been proven, but also following his advice on just taking it to prevent all of these other um, kinds of illnesses? Yeah, so like just to be clear, the there has been some research done into the um how well ivermectin could treat COVID, and there's absolutely no evidence to show that either the human formulation or the veterinary formulation is effective against COVID-19. But that, you know, such facts don't don't really matter in these universes. So what he would do in his channel is he would create recipes effectively, which he called protocols which were telling you the exact amount of um, the veterinary ivermectin paste that you should ingest per day, how many times you should take it per day. And then along with that, he came up with his own concoction or recipe for hydroxychloroquine. So he told people how to make that and they take that as well. Another key part of his protocol was lemon water because that would flush out the parasites once the ivermectin had kind of brought them to the surface. And so he would, and one other one is he's, he also created an eye drop that included ivermectin that people could drop directly onto their eyeball, again, to take out certain parasites, which is all extremely dangerous. Um, but as I said, tens of thousands of people, you know, swore by this, um, but they swore by it. But at the same time, they also wrote in the chats complaining about headaches or complaining about fevers or pains in their bones or you know their heart was beating out of their chest or they were constantly having hot flushes loads of different examples of side effects of ivermectin that have been documented down through the years and they believed as you describe it that these were simply you know kind of I guess positive side effects uh, that it was herxing something called herxing, yeah. which is a real thing that is um, you know a, a side effect of um, taking drugs that cure Lyme disease antibiotics. Talk about that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like this was a way of obviously if people continuously wrote in the chats about how they're having headaches and nausea and dizziness and blurry vision, all these things then people will quickly turn off ivermectin. They wouldn't take it. So to overcome that, uh, Danny Lemoy and the admins in the channel would constantly push the idea that what people were experiencing was a thing called herxing. And as you say, that was that is an actual real word for a reaction that you get during the treatment for um, Lyme disease. What they said it was here was that any negative side effect that people were ex experiencing they simply dismissed it as herxing, saying that this is the parasite's last dying dance, that this is what they're doing on the way out of your body, that they're causing, you just have to go through this one extra step of even worse pain that you were in before, and then you, you will be fine. And people seemed convinced, people were seemed to be happy to kind of put their uh, faith in this guy that he had survived 10 years on ivermectin and that he therefore knew what he was talking about and if he's telling me that this is just herxing then I'm happy to go through it um, and if you read through the chats there's some there's some people who are clearly in a lot of pain yes. and suffering quite a lot after taking ivermectin and yet they continue to take the protocol continue to follow the his advice 
even though they're experiencing worse pain than they were in previously. I want to get to them in a, in, a, in a minute, but first tell us about his death and what happened and um, how this had affected his heart. So on the 3rd of March, which is uh, last Friday week, he posted on the channel uh, a message about, you know, happy Friday to all you poisonous horse pace survivors. I think that's how he described it. And then um, a meme showing sheep, basically. So the rest of us are sheep because we're all following Western medicine. Um, but then, sadly, a couple of hours later, he was dead. Um, his family... Two, two hours after he pointed, on, two hours after he posted that. A couple of hours after he posted wow. that, yeah. So he, um, his family put up an obituary and they simply said that he passed away suddenly. So they weren't revealed, they didn't reveal any more information about how he died. And when I tried to contact the family, they didn't respond to me. So, you know, that we don't know what, what exactly happened. But the admins in his channel then, who have been in touch with his family, who had talked to them, they posted a message saying that his heart had been overworking and had grown to almost double the size than it, that it should have been. Um, but they dismissed out of hand the idea that that had anything to do with the fact that he had been taking ivermectin for the last 10 years. Um, and they, you know, criticized anyone who dared suggest such a thing. Wow. Now, since then, a lot of his followers are now worried because, as you say, they've been having pain. Uh, you quote one person saying, I'm four months now and all hell's breaking loose. All pain has hit my wrist, my waist down with um, sciatic, um, shin splints, restless leg syndrome, tight sore calves, and it feels like some pain in the bones. And that, again, people thinking it's herxing, but then others talking about uh, other kinds of things that are happening to them. And some of them are are worried, obviously, that something similar is happening that happened to him. They are. Um, and in the days after um, Danny Lamont died, the channel was just was exposed. You know, people initially were grieving and posting how much they, you know, loved him and how much they valued his his advice. But then slowly over maybe a week later, they started posting messages about, you know, questioning how he died or why he died. And then they started posting more messages like the one you just read out where they were, you know, detailing the pain that they were going through. And while some of those messages remain, a lot of them were actually deleted by the admins in the channel who had announced that they were going to continue running the channel even after Danny Lemoy's death and that they were going to, because there's hundreds of thousands of people following us or 130,000 people or 140,000 people at the moment following it. And so there's a huge amount of power there for the admins to control where the conversation goes. So when people posted saying that they were worried about the side effects of this thing, you know, what had happened to Danny, we don't, we have lots of questions. Those posts were quickly deleted and some of the people were kicked out of the channel. Now I've heard that there's a separate channel after being set up for people who are in a similar boat. I haven't been able to find it yet, but that they're, you know, the, the people who are kicked out have set up another channel to kind of voice these opinions about you know their worries about the the experience or the the pain that they're going through but 
for now at least that the channel is continuing to push this this information about ivermectin it's continuing to give out advice and it's continuing to like there's there's a lot of parents in the group who are asking for advice about how they give ivermectin to their children which is deeply worrying because yes. that's something over the last course of the last week while i've been tracking the group that they've been in, it seems to be increasing in number rather than decreasing Yes, and it's so dangerous. And you talk about how he he formulated this regimen for children, and you write about one member who wrote that she had established another group for parents of children on the spectrum, cerebral palsy, pan slash panda, downs, etc. These are serious issues, and they're using mm -hmm. ivermectin for it. Yeah, um, and I, I I will actually have some reporting on this coming out tomorrow. Um, because I was able to get access to that other group as well. And it's it's just deeply worrying and deeply concerning the content that's in there. The the fact that the people who are giving the advice are so convinced of what they're doing that they are when they tell people what to do, people believe them completely and they follow their um advice to the letter. And it's just really worrying to see the number of people who are asking for information about kids as young as three and four years of age. Wow. And how to deal with that and how to, deal, as you say, with, with conditions that are, you know, really complex and very, very difficult to treat by experts. And you have people in these running these groups who are not medical experts and who are giving out advice as if they know exactly what they're saying. Yeah. These administrators uh, say they're going to continue and they're even attracting new members. Is there anything legally that can be done about this when you have people putting out information that is harming people and uh, they're not medical authorities? Um, doesn't seem like there is. Um, Telegram is is the Wild West. It it allows much, if you can imagine, much worse stuff than this. Um, and there is very little moderation. Um, and they are unless they are specifically breaking a law, um, which they, at the moment it doesn't appear that they are. Then they're going to be allowed to continue to to run this channel without any objections. And people can legally get ivermectin. That's the other issue as well. Yeah, ivermectin, there's no problem getting ivermectin. They, they, they even, in the channels themselves, they have two or three brands of veterinary ivermectin paste that they recommend. Um, and they post links to websites where you can get it. And they're also advertising apricot kernels as a cure for cancer, even though eating uh, large quantities of apricot uh, kernels um, risks cyanide poisoning uh, inside the body. And they post links wow. to those every day as well. So it's, it's, it's making it very easy for people who are duped by this to quickly start taking this um, veterinary medicine. 
you can't see my body jolting like every uh you know other 30 seconds through this entire interview uh it's 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 horrifying and uh it's important to to reveal it and and talk about it and uh, i'm glad you're covering it and i thank you for coming back on the program i realize we've had you on before thanks so much uh for coming on today no problem my pleasure David Gilbert is a senior reporter at Vice, and you, of course, can uh, read his story uh, on vice.com, uh, and um, you can follow him on Twitter at D-A-I-T-H-A-I Gilbert, uh, Daith A-I Gilbert, I guess you would say. We're back in a few minutes. This is the Michelangelo Senior Ellie Show on Sirius XM. 